Hey guys, my name is Carlos. Most of y'all know me as Cargo. I'm the host for the Go For Two podcast, where I break down the offseason to see how teams got better or worse through free agency in the draft. I create team reports and, of course, do a lot of mock drafts. And during the regular season, I hit you with all the fantasy football information and cover all the big headlines. And, of course, got to cover the playoffs, where I break down matchup and predict winners. Not all the time, of course. But welcome to season four. Let's go for it. Alrighty, guys, welcome into another episode here. Um, so this week we're gonna do week nine predictions. Uh, once again, guys, I'm just gonna give you some insight on who I think will win the game. Uh, some things I think will happen in the game uh, for some some bets, and obviously we'll do some fantasy football as well. So. Um, this Sunday, we have a game really early in the morning. I believe it's at 9.30. It's going to be played in Germany. We have the 6-2 Dolphins going against the 6-2 Chiefs. Um, it's crazy how this is, like, low-key the game of the week, and it's in Germany. Like, we couldn't get this on, like, Sunday night football, Monday night football type of thing. But um, anyways, um, this one's really interesting. Uh, obviously, we have the Dolphins coming off a, a huge win last week. And then we have the Kansas City Chiefs who are coming off a very disappointing loss to the Denver Broncos. Um, it's so interesting that Patrick Mahomes, since he came into the league, has not lost the Denver Broncos until last week. But um, as much as I think it's going to be a bounce back game for them, I'm going to take the Dolphins here. I just think it's a little bit of a revenge game for Tyreek Hill. If you don't know, Tyreek Hill was a wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs for a very long time. And this is the first time he's facing his old team. Um, Tyreek Hill right now is on a record pace to uh, break the receiving yard mark. I think it's like 2,000. Um, and I think Mike McDaniels, he's so creative, and I think it's going to be very easy for him to break that this year. Um, and I think, uh, you know, with this offense, the way it's been playing, they're firing on all cylinders. Two is playing really well. Mostert, Jalen Waddle should all be involved. But I really do like Tyreek Hill. Um, I don't know how much – yardage or catches but I think I think he'll score at least one touchdown in this game I'm sure it would be like really nice for everybody in Germany to see like the little celebrations and stuff like that uh, the Chiefs defense is solid but I think it's just too much firepower for the Dolphins and I think for the Chiefs I feel like they've been struggling on offense to really find a rhythm we've seen teams kind of shut down Travis Kelsey um but, you know, the biggest thing is, is Patrick Mahomes didn't throw a touchdown last week. I think he bounces back. I would say, uh, you know, at least one touchdown. I'm really pushing for two here. And I think Travis Kelsey is the other guy that scores. Um, and once again, I, I think I, I think Taylor Swift will be at the game. So uh, even more of a reason to say he'll score. But he'll probably have another cool celebration too. You know, I, I, I'm really looking forward for a high-scoring game here. And I also like Rashid Rice, um, kind of been super consistent for Patrick Mahomes. He's a guy that I think could possibly sneak in for a touchdown here. Um, Jalen Ramsey looks to cover Travis Kelsey. Wow, that's going to be a really good matchup to see. Next, we have the 4-4 four four Vikings going against the 4-4 four four Falcons. Um, in this game, I'm going to be taking the Falcons. Uh, you know, both of these teams have like middle of the pack type of defense. Um, the Falcons are looking to bounce back after a loss. You know, both of these teams essentially are going to be starting a new quarterback. The Vikings are going to get a sneak peek at life after Kirk Cousins. 
They're going to have a fifth-round pick, Jaron Hall, out of BYU playing. Uh, this is a little bit of an older rookie. If you don't know his story, um, very religious man, took like a um, two-year journey, came back to BYU to be the backup for Zach Wilson. Uh, had really essentially one year playing, uh, but balled out in that year. Um, big, physical, you know, he has the ability to run. Um, I like him on the move. And for the Atlanta Falcons, Taylor Heineke, the once again another journeyman, kind of like Joshua Dobbs, will be looking to uh, give this offense a little bit of boost in general. I just think that, you know, you know Arthur Smith, as much as he hates fantasy football, like, I mean, you just got to give the, the ball to your best players. Like, Bichon needs more touches. Look at what's happening with Jameer Gibbs in Detroit and how well he's doing. Uh, no Drake London, uh, so Kyle Pitts should see more playing time. I don't know, maybe, probably not. Uh, but I think it's going to be a really uh, team effort for the Atlanta Falcons. Um, obviously, the Vikings won't have um, uh, Joshua Dobbs since they just traded for him. Next, we have the 5-2 and two Seahawks going against the 6-2 and two Ravens. Another really good matchup. Um, I think this could be a really low-scoring game. I think both of these teams are very similar. They like to be physical. They want to run the ball. And, um, you know, I've been very unsuccessful going against the Ravens. So I'm taking the Ravens here. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, the Seahawks have been doing really well. Um, and I really like JSN to be involved in this game. Uh, DK Metcalf still coming back from an injury. Tyler Lockett kind of hits and misses right now. Uh, but, yeah, this Ravens defense is uh, legit. Uh, they are one of the best in the league, and I think they will dominate in the trenches. Uh, Lamar Jackson also kind of looking to bounce back from last week's game. He only had 157 yards passing. So I believe that will be up to the test of the Seattle secondary with Devon Witherspoon playing really well right now. Next, we have the 1-7 Cardinals going against the 4-3 Cleveland Browns. Um, I'm going to take the Browns as an obvious one here. The Cards don't have Joshua Dobbs, so they'll be starting, I believe, fourth-round pick Clayton Toon out of Houston. Um, he'll get to start. I do like his physical attributes, a big, strong arm, uh, has some mobility. But, I mean, to make your first start against this Cleveland Browns defense that has just been one of the best units in the league, I think Clayton Toon will be in for a long day. Um, the Cardinals have some injuries to the running back position once again. Um, and, yeah, Kyler probably not going to suit up this game. You know, I think the Cardinals just need to be patient with him. I think they maybe wait till like, the end of the year. The Cardinals could potentially lock up the first overall pick in next year's draft. And um, I believe that Deshaun Watson will play this game. Uh, but, I mean, I really don't think they would need him. I would just probably take another week and just rest him. I just think that's just to make the most sense here. And then we have the 3-5 and five Rams going against the 2-5 and five Packers. Uh, I'm going to be taking the Packers. Um, even if Matthew Stafford plays, I think it's pretty banged up, apparently. Um, I just don't see the need to throw him out there if, if you know, the season isn't going necessarily the way they want it to. Um, I do like Jordan Love at home. I know he's struggled recently. They're 2-5. and five. Uh, But I think Aaron Jones finally getting a full workload. I think he'll have a big game. The Rams are going to be without their leading tackler on defense in Ernest Jones. So give me the Packers here. Next, we have a pick'em game with the three and four Bucks going against the three and four Texans. 
Uh, the Texans coming off a loss to the Carolina Panthers as well as the Bucks uh, off a loss as well on Thursday night. Uh, both teams can't seem to run the ball to save their life. Uh, I think the Bucks kind of run the ball maybe a little bit more efficient than the Houston Texans. But essentially, I just like Baker Mayfield. Uh, the Texans are going to be missing some guys in the secondary, and I think um, that's the passing game I think I trust the most here. Also, no Damian Peters, no Robert Woods for young C.J. Stroud here. Next, we have the 3-5 and five Commanders going against the 2-6 and six Patriots. You know, this one's a really tough one, too. Um, I really like the way Sam Howell has been playing. Uh, Mac Jones hasn't been terrible, but he hasn't been great. I'm going to take the, the Patriots uh, just because the Commanders pretty much essentially had a fire sale on all their defensive players. Um, I think the Patriots will come out and uh, Zeke will be available in this offense as well as Ramondre Stevenson. I know the Patriots are also missing a couple wide receivers. You know, we'll, that one's a toss-up, but yeah, I'm going to go with the Patriots here. Next, we have the 2-6 and six Bears going against the 4-4 four and four Saints. I'm taking the Saints. Uh, looks like Justin Fields will not be available for this game, especially since they play on Thursday night. Uh, the Bears have a lot of injuries on defense. They're missing safety Jaquan Brisker. Um, I believe linebacker Tromel Edmonds. Um, so I like Alvin Kamara to possibly have a big game. I have him for over 14 carries for sure. I think he definitely scores um, just as long as Taysom Hill doesn't steal any of his goal line carries. Um, I think they'll be fine. Next, we have the 3-5 and five Colts going against the 1-6 Panthers. So the Panthers are coming off their first win of the season last week. If you don't know, the head coach for the Carolina Panthers is Frank Wright, who is the head coach for the Indianapolis Colts over the last, I believe it was four years. Or it might have been longer, actually. Um, but, yeah, so this is a little bit like of a revenge game here. Uh, I really – I don't know why, but I like the Panthers. I'm taking the Panthers here. I'm, I think they went two in a row. I think they start to build a little confidence. Uh, I know that they played hard last week for Bryce Young, and I think they'll play hard for Frank Wright this week as well. Um, but, yeah, I do like Chuba Hubbard against this Indianapolis Colts defense. Um, he could have a big game. It's just always hard. You know, I feel like the Panthers and Frank Wright, they always kind of seem to like to ride the hot hand. So, you know, I like Chuba. I don't love Chuba here. Uh, Jonathan Taylor should have a nice game too. I think he could have a monster game. I wouldn't be surprised if he breaks off a big run for like uh, 40 yards. Gardner Minshew's been playing really well. Uh, we'll be out. I'm missing some key players on offense. Uh, Brayden Smith and Joshua Downs are questionable for this game. Next, we have the 2-6 and six Giants going against the 3-5 and five Raiders. Once again, another really interesting game here. I talked a little bit about um, Antonio Pierce, the interim head coach for the Las Vegas Raiders, in my last episode. He played for the New York Giants, and he won two Super Bowls with them. Now he's coaching the Raiders. He's coaching his old team. I think there's going to be a lot of motivation now for the Raiders. A lot of these guys are probably playing for their livelihood, a, a possibility to stay on the team. So... I'm taking the Raiders here in a little bit of an upset. I I feel like the Giants, um, you know, just recently lost some guys on defense. I know Daniel Jones is coming back, but that doesn't make it better, you know. Um, and then Giants really only have Saquon Barkley on offense, and I'd like Saquon uh, to be really involved in this game. But, yeah, give me the Raiders. Let's get a win for those guys here. Next, we have one of the games of the week here in the 5-2 Cowboys going against the 7-1 Eagles. Um, this is how you guys know I'm an absolute 
football purist here, okay? I think the Cowboys and Eagles will split the um, the series during the, the regular season. You know, typically we're like, what happens is the Cowboys will win on the road and then the Eagles will win on the road. Um, that's just kind of what they like to do. They like to ruin the, the party for the home team. But I think it's going to be different this year. I think the Eagles will win this game and then the Cowboys will win at home later on in the season. Um, I think this is going to be a, either a good game or a complete blowout. I mean, We've seen Jekyll and Hyde Cowboys once again last week with the Rams. Um, I just think the problem for the Cowboys is everybody in the NFC, including the, the, the Giants, I'm sorry, the 49ers, Eagles, and Seahawks, their strengths are the Cowboys' weaknesses. You know, And I think the, um, the Eagles' offense against this Cowboys' defense will be fun to watch. I mean, we have CeeDee Lamb, Darius Slay, uh, Tony Pollard, big-name guys. Um, the Cowboys will need to take advantage of this Eagles secondary that's been bad all year, but the Cowboys passing game hasn't been consistent. And that's just the toughest part. And, you know, we look at the Eagles strengths, passing the ball against the Cowboys secondary could be a problem without obviously Trayvon Diggs. I know they looked really good last week against Cooper Cup and Puka, but the Eagles are a well more balanced team. And, you know, obviously Michael Parsons, you know, this is going to be tough because, you know, he's done a lot of talking this season. Now he's going to have to put his money where his mouth is. is, You know, I just hope he goes out there and plays with the confidence. I hope he has a big game. But ultimately, I have the Eagles. um, You know, the Cowboys can't seem to find their running game, and the Eagles have a really stout defensive line. And I think that defensive line is going to make it really hard for Dak this year. Um, I do like Dak, uh, you know, it's funny, Jekyll and Hyde, either he scores like two touchdowns or he doesn't score any. You know, usually I like to stay away from the Cowboys, but I do like Dak um, at least, you know, uh, one, maybe one and a half touchdowns. I'm kind of leaning towards the one and a half, but um, yeah, it's going to be a tough one here. And then we have Sunday night football. We have uh, the five and three Bills going against the four and three Bengals. Um, you know, this is going to be Sunday night football. This is a very emotional game, you know, because this is essentially a rematch of last year. We all know what happened with, to DeMar Hamlin when he made that tackle, lost consciousness, you know, was given CPR on the football field, on national television. It was really hard to watch. I remember being at work and, you know, the, the game just, you know, ended at that point. Uh, but I think it's going to be a nice little um added motivation for the Bills, I'm sure, you know, as if the Bills needed any more type of motivation, you know, we know that a couple of years ago, Joe Burrow, when they went to the Super Bowl, they beat the Bills, Bills were supposed to win that game, we all know Stephon Diggs, watching Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase all celebrate going to the Super Bowl, and he's just there on the, on the field, so I think this is going to be a, a lot of emotion on the field, I think it could be a high-scoring game, you know, the Bengals are are kind of finding themselves or finding that fire that they have on offense. They had a huge win against the uh, San Francisco 49ers last week. And um, I really like Stephon Diggs and Jamar Chase to both score a touchdown. Uh, Stephon didn't score a touchdown last game. I felt like everybody did except for him. But, um, yeah, I like Josh Allen in this game as well. Um, uh, Definitely two touchdowns. I think he gets one rushing and one passing. At least, you know, if not three touchdowns, but I also like the Bills here. Um, and then the Monday night game, we have the three and four Chargers going against the 
four and three Jets. I'm taking the Chargers. The Jets defense is solid, but I think just just Justin Herbert is just too good to not outscore Zach Wilson. Uh, the Jets offense has struggled. They've only had three touchdowns in the last three games. We've seen Zach Wilson struggle already before in years past, so I'm not expecting anything different. Uh, Keenan Allen going against um, Sauce Gardner will be really interesting to watch. Is Sauce Gardner really as fundamentally and technique sound as we all say he is? Um, Keenan Allen is also 70 yards away from being the second wide receiver in Chargers history to have 10,000 yards receiving. So do with that what you will. I think he gets it. I think Austin Eckler also has a big game. I'm thinking more maybe in the past catching game. Essentially, that's kind of what it was last year. Uh, last week for him, too. Um, I believe they were on Sunday Night Football. But, yeah, that's pretty much what I got for you guys. A lot of rookie quarterbacks starting this week. Uh, possibly Daniel Jones, Deshaun Watson finally back. Some of the teams on a bye this week, uh, the Broncos, Lions, Jags, and the 49ers. Um, 49ers coming off three straight losses, so what an important time for them. Obviously, some of these teams have made moves uh, to help them in their efforts to get into the playoffs and make a big push for the Super Bowl, but um, that's pretty much what I got for my Week 9 predictions here. Just want to say thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys follow me on social media. And always just remember, go for two.